0: Good morning, everybody. How's everyone? Good. Hope you had a good Christmas. Hope somebody blessed you with something. Amen. And I know some of y'all uh, blessed us with cards and gifts and whatever. Thank you for that. If you did that, that was, that was uh, sweet. We received it. Praise God. Um, y'all, y'all have some expectation for next year? We're winding up this one. That's something I say every year. You know, there's different ones that get uh, prophetic words for the year. And God actually does talk to me sometimes about years and things like that. Right. And, and I've, uh, he actually said some things about this year. It's not what I'm preaching today. But there's one thing I always say. Okay. Whatever year we're in, yeah. I, uh, this one would be 2021. 2022. Well, the one we're in right now. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say 2021 was a good year. Because for one reason, I got to use my faith. Yeah. I got to believe God. I got amen. to trust him. Yeah, sure. I got to see him faithful. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2022, we don't know what's going to come up or what's not going to come up in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't going to just be uh, 365 days of no, no challenges. It's just, <laughs> right. it would be our first one yet, right? Yeah. Okay. But we know this, it's going to be a good year because we're going to get to use our faith. To, to we're going to get to trust God. Yeah. We're going to get to watch him be faithful. Amen. Yes. And so you can say that about every year. And every day. Amen. every day. Every day can be a good day. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know who gets to decide that? Amen. You get to decide that. Yeah. Amen. Choose, a, thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> choose ahead of time. Yeah. Yes. I said choose ahead of time to have a good day. Yes. Yeah. Huh? Don't wake up and wait to see how you feel. No. Your feelings will betray you. Yes. <laughs> yes. They will. <laughs> Anybody remember a movie where it says your feelings betray you? Anyhow. No. okay. It's all right. That's all right. I don't care if you're sharp uh, cinematically. (laughs) We want you to be sharp scripturally. Isn't that right? So uh, anyhow, coming into this year, um, it was, you know, I thought maybe I'd preach being the day after Christmas that we preach something on that. You could preach for months on all that happened surrounding what we call Christmas. It's amazing stuff. But I was led differently. And uh, led on something that's just important all the time. Yeah. And I want to minister to you some on uh, the kind of words that you speak. Okay. Amen. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, this is one area, really, that we would differ from maybe other churches that you would walk into. Mm-hmm. Where I'd, I don't know that you would hear, you know, of course, everybody believes you ought, to, you ought to be nice to your neighbor right? Uh, you don't have to go to church for that. Or you can find that out any, anywhere. And uh, they've even made it a crime in, in a lot of places to talk mean to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's somewhat hilarious that now one of the biggest penalties in football is taunting. Yeah. <laughs> like we had a guy, I don't know if you saw it last week, we had a guy who ended up catching a touchdown pass and he went like this to the guy who was trying to stop him. Just like this. Yeah. They flagged him. They said, no, I'm like, what are we in kindergarten? Can we not take anything anymore? Can we not take somebody doing this? Time? But whatever, that's them, that's them. And, and uh, like the show I've never watched said, this is us. All right, so praise the Lord. There's a, <laughs> uh, there's a variety of verses we'd like to look at actually. And let's just start in Psalms 19. And as I said, uh, not, all, not all the body of Christ, they all believe you should talk right to each other, and you should. Yes. But not all believe some of the things that we believe regarding our words, right. both positively and negatively. So over in Psalm 19, if you would, and I hope you're, I hope you're hungry for the things of God. And uh, some of the things of God just excite you and thrill you. And others are like, uh, you know, I like, it, I like to say it this way. Other things, it's like just putting up some guardrails in your life. You know what I mean? That's that's maybe not so exciting. But the fact that you don't fall off into the cliff, yeah, that's, that's, good. Good. That's, good. that's good. That's good. And so we don't mind when a sermon is more like some guardrails right. just to help keep you from going off and yeah. keep me from going off. Yeah. And, and as always, you know who I'm preaching to this morning? Yeah. I'm preaching to myself, letting you listen in <laughs> yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Hallelujah. So uh, we're going to put something in you today. Going to make sure you leave with something. I always like when I go to parties and you leave with prizes. You know, going to make sure you leave with some good stuff today. Hallelujah. In Psalm 19 verse 14 says this. This is a prayer that David prayed and it's a good one for us. It says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. He's praying and uh, he prayed in other places. He said, Lord, set a guard over my mouth. Well, in the New Testament, you and I have to be the ones that do that. But he he prays, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable. Well, if they can be acceptable, what can they also be? They can be unacceptable. What What you're meditating on. And what's coming out of your mouth can be unacceptable. Yes. Yes. And with God, we know enough about this. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So the way to please him is with faith. And part of faith, a big part of faith, is the words that we speak. Yes. Yes. So one of, the, one of the things that would be acceptable speech, acceptable speaking, is speaking words that align with his words yes. Amen. when your words align with his words, and how many have found out that 's not just automatic no. because his words never changes, your words want to change to to match right. things and circumstances right. it 's just natural, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that 's what we can 't be okay with right. just natural, just natural. No. right mm-hmm. you can 't be just okay with with having with just doing things in the natural now in the natural. Folk, you know, when, when, they, when something happens, what do we want to do? We want to start talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Talk it out. Uh-huh. Talk it out. And folk will talk the problem. Mm-hmm. And identify with the problem until they feel acclimated yeah. to the problem. But that's displeasing and unacceptable to the Lord. Right. Amen. Because he doesn't want you to stay in the situation and circumstance that you find yourself in. Can you say amen? amen. That's true. It's true. He doesn't want you to stay there. The Bible says in all these things, we're more than conquerors right. through him. Yes. Yes. Amen. Right. So what he wants you to do is he wants your words to align and match his words. Amen. Amen. And when, when you see something that's opposite of God's words, you want to put words, uh, you want to confront that with right words instead of agreeing with it with just natural words. Yes. 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 Amen. 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 Now this subject of your words you can take it all kind of directions. Mm-hmm. You can talk about and I will just for a second talk about talking right to other people. Well, mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Cuz doesn't the Bible says there is one that speaks like the thrustings of a sword. Yeah. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. Do you know that verse in Proverbs, somewhere or another? <laughs> it's possible to speak. It's possible for your words to have the effect of a sword going into somebody. I mean, no, that's not comfortable. That's just not comfortable <laughs> when a sword goes in. No, no, no. Pierce words that pierce, but the tongue of the wise, the tongue, the tongue of the wise, yes. brings healing. healing. So your words can kill, yep. and your words. Can heal. Your words can subtract from somebody's life mm-hmm. or your words can add to somebody's life. Yeah. Friends if there's any bigger uh, privilege than being able to speak God words yeah. and to be able to leave something in somebody I don't know what that privilege is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know we think well uh, you know being used to pull people out of a wheelchair or this and that and, and we, we, we believe in that. We believe in the miraculous and operating in the miraculous, but you can do it every day yes. by the words you say. By the words you say. Amen. Amen. I said, you can do it every day by the words you say. Yes. Yes. I decided, matter of fact, I'm glad to have both of my kids are here today. Uh, our kids, I should say. If you can't tell that they're ours, something's wrong. Praise Amen. the Lord. But we're glad to have them both here. They're here for the holidays. and my, Right after church, we're taking my son back. But anyhow... I decided when they were born that I was going to use this, my mouth, to write the best things that I could write on their heart. Because when somebody comes out of the womb, they're just like a blank sheet of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not wounded yet. No. They don't have this yet. No. And I'm not saying I was perfect. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm probably certain that I didn't do perfect, but I know I made the effort. Mm-hmm. And, and we'd send them to school and I'd tell them all the time, I believe in you. And, you know, whatever it is they're trying to do, I'd, t- I'd speak into them instead of taking out them. Did they ever mess up? Yeah, they messed up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they messed up. But we wouldn't we would not say you're so lame. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're so lousy. You just never should have been born. We didn't because that that would get on their heart. Right. right. right? What do we say? This isn't you. We believe better about you. We just turned it around yeah. to where even if we had to correct them, and we did, mm-hmm. hey, just like, and not even nearly as much as my folks had to correct me. Real? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you don't even want to know. Hallelujah. Right. But, uh, but anyhow, uh, my parents didn't know these things. Right. I had learned these things. Yeah. And so we just made that effort and we continue to do it. And, and we, just te- we just tell them. Uh, and I tell it to you guys when I see you. We believe in you. Right. We believe you're going to fulfill the plan of God. Right. What am I doing? I'm using my mouth purposely. You know, not reading it off a sheet of paper. It's from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm using my mouth purposely to write good things on the tablet. We all have tablets now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the Bible talks about uh, words can be engraved on the tablet of your heart. And the Bible says also over in the Psalms, you know, forgive me for not quoting the references on all these because some of them are coming to me as I'm saying, but the Bible says, my tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Your tongue's a pen. Yeah. And where does, that, where does that pen write things? On people's hearts. Yeah. Yeah. You can write. So that's why uh, I'm telling you the people you live with and the people you're around, you can speak God's words to them. Now, we, we in our society, we use our tongue for all kind of stuff. And we think that the highest form of or, or the highest function or purpose of our tongue is to communicate with others. That's part of what we use our mouth for, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But that's not, you know, from God's perspective, that's not the highest purpose for your tongue. Right. Your tongue is not to just conduct conversation. Your tongue is meant to conduct power. Amen. Your Amen. Your tongue. My tongue. Your your mouth. It's not just to conduct conversation. It's certainly not to conduct gossip. Huh? Yeah. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. If you believe that, when I say believe it, I don't mean mentally agree with it. When I say believe it, I mean you're convinced in your heart that it's so. When you believe that death and life is in the power of your tongue, you'll get serious about tightening up your tongue, watching what comes out of it, being careful what you say. And then making that, making that effort and really developing the habit. Because if I do that, I don't do this so much consciously, but I've developed the habit of trying to put something into people with my tongue. I have some employees that work for me. Man, I've had, I've had them, not, not the ones I have right now, but I've had different ones mess up so bad you wouldn't even believe it. I mean, just how did, how did you come up with this? <laughs> and, uh... uh When I first started in the business that I have, I had a partner, and he would tear into people with his mouth so badly. I'd I'd hear, I'd hear him do it. Sometimes I'd be with him; we'd be working on something, and I'd just hear him go off on the phone to to these idiots. Is what he called them. You know, you're just an idiot. You're just well. I I realize this. If that's if that's what you're saying, that's what we're going to always have. And I can't have idiots working for me. I can't have idiots in charge of equipment that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, right, right. Amen. Huh? Amen. Can't have fools. That's right, yeah. I can't have any of the other names he called. Well, finally, I, he, that, that gentleman actually passed away and, I, and then I ended up having the whole thing and then I could control. Yes. Yes. Amen. I could control some things a little better. Yes. But even when I've had them just mess up bad. Yeah. <sighs> I had one not even a year ago, last February. The sign said, road closed due to high winds. Don't go on it. And this was, this was a uh, guy who was driving some equipment that was real lightweight and tall. Mm-hmm. So it's like taking a sailboat out in a hurricane. Oh, yeah. right, right. And he just flipped it all up on its side. Went anyway, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, $27,000 tow bill later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a business I got to get in because all they did was flip it right up. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, and my point is, I had to watch it. I had to watch it because I did fire him, mm-hmm. but I did not tear his inner man up. Right. Right. Amen. I did not do that. And I'll tell him ahead of time, if you mess up, I'm not going to be happy, but I'm going to I'm not going to pull your dignity away from you. I'm not going to treat you like a little kid. I'm going to treat you like an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. fired him like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Amen. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You can yes. train yourself to put good things in people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there's a number of scriptures we could look at along these lines. Let's do that. Let's look at some of them, shall we? Mm-hmm. I'd like us to go to 1 Peter chapter 4. to God Amen. I traveled as you know I traveled for a number of years with Brother Kenneth Hagan in his later years in his elder years and I was so impressed with uh, his example of course he's known for his teaching on faith and his life of faith yeah. but, and, and I'm not the only one that would say this everybody that knew him would say this uh, more dr- uh, the, his more dramatic example around us was, was how he walked in love. Yep. It's outstanding. Uh, because he was so, uh, you know, we revere him, not worship him, revere him because of um, the impact of his ministry, which was, if you don't know it, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. It was outstanding. Just to go to his campus and see how much it took in terms of, you know, I think when I was working there, there was probably, uh, you know, we've really never had anybody on full time ministry staff. but we, we had about 400 people just on staff on the ministry. Well, there was others even that have had more than that. But I'm just saying that's it took so much to support his voice because that's how far it was carrying. But a lot of people hated him. And uh, they'd, write, they'd write articles. They'd take, they would buy space in the newspaper to write articles and publish uh, op-eds about what a heretic and how this man's going to hell and all his followers are going to hell. And I never once heard him answer it. Yeah. Never once. Because mm-hmm. he wouldn't lend his mouth to that. Right. Because he wanted his mouth to be God's mouth in the earth. And so in the 1980s, there was a real prominent minister. I mean, real prominent who morally fell. Yeah. And there's a reason he morally fell. And someday I could tell you the reason he did, because God showed me uh, the reason. I was, I was led to just look back and see some of the circumstances behind it. And I could see that's why it happened. That's why it happened. And the reason it happened is because I'll just tell you the reason since we're already in it is because another minister fell. And this guy, this minister exposed him and wrote about it and published it and took him down. Well, how much grace do you think you're going to have to stand yourself? And so when he was tempted, he couldn't stand. But anyhow, it was in the news. Some of you, if you were old enough, you saw it. But anyhow, it was it was in like the main news and you saw pictures of him crying and repenting. And he genuinely did and all that. But some, you know, reporters came to where Brother Hagin, because Brother Hagin was a well-known minister. Reporters came to him and wanted Brother Hagin to comment, you know, what do you think about this minister and what he did? Mm -hmm. Talking, not talking about taking the other guy down because that was done undercover. But uh, but what he did sleeping with somebody he shouldn't have is what it was. And Brother Hagen, it reminded me of when they tried to get Jesus to condemn the woman in adultery. And he looked down and just wrote in the sand. What was he writing? He was probably writing, y'all, a bunch of (laughs) people who are going to make it all the way. (laughs) But Brother Hagen just looked down and he said, you know, putting the other fellow's candle out, don't brighten yours any. That's how he talked. Just Texas talk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Putting the other, fe- other fellow's candle out. That doesn't brighten yours any. Exactly. In other words, no comment. Yep. Well, they didn't like that. <laughs> they wanted somebody that would say, and then I'd hear him say this, and I heard him say this all the time because people would always say, what do you think of so-and-so? What do you think of so-and-so? Doing this and doing this and doing this, not even necessarily what we would call a failure, but just going wrong directions. And, and Brother Hagen would say, you know, they very well, the, the, with the directions that some people go, they might not make it. Yep. <laughs> he knew they wouldn't. <laughs> he said, but I'm not going to contribute to their downfall. Right. Amen. I'm not going to use my mouth to contribute. I'm not going to be part of the reason that Amen. they didn't make it. Right. Right. And you know, one of the things that uh, the Lord with me has absolutely forbidden me to do, and I've had to grow into this, I am just forbidden to talk negatively about other ministers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because well, Of course, that's, that's the vocation I'm in. Yeah. I, I am forbidden to do that. Yeah. I've been in the, and now I talk about issues. I talk about certain things maybe that, but I don't put somebody's name to it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I was teaching in the Bible school out in California one time, and I uh, I was bringing up an issue, and one of the one of it was actually an older gentleman who was there had been around. He knew who I was talking about, yeah. and he called out that person's name right there out loud in the class, and I rebuked him for it gently, yeah. but I said no. I said I can't talk about this now, because yeah. you just put a name to it. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Why? Because if I want my voice to have weight, if I want my voice to carry, I can't use my voice as an instrument for the enemy. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. Amen. Amen. I can't lend my voice to the enemy. Mm-hmm. I, I said to you before, the, the the highest purpose of our mouths and our voice is not to conduct conversation, not to conduct business, is to conduct power. And it can conduct God's power, but it can also conduct the enemy's power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever gotten in strife with somebody where you got heated verbally, mm-hmm. most of us have. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. I haven't, Amy has. You know, but, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> most of us have sometime or another. Married people know, do know what I'm talking about <laughs> because there's the temptation for that there. You cannot allow that. You cannot make that your habit. Right. You cannot be getting into it like that. Yeah. And, and it, it will become a habit. And it will destroy your marriage because if you've ever gotten in strife, you've used your tongue to conduct the enemy's power. Yes. Yep. Your mouth was the conduit through which the enemy could put his power into your life and, and start stealing, killing and destroying. Over, oh gosh, another, pro, another verse in Proverbs. The beginning of strife is as one lets out water. And... Uh, the beginning of strife is as one lets out water. Well, I always think of the tub. Yep. Yep. Huh? Yeah. You fill that tub with water, and then what happens when you pull the plug? It just all drains out. The beginning of strife is the pulling of the plug of the blessing in your life. And you stay in it, you're just gonna watch it all. You worked for you worked for years to build this up and 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 uh, God blessed you with this. Mm-hmm. And you can just watch it, wave to it as it just spirals right down the drain. Right. I tell you, people, people will look at our lives and they'll look and say, man, you guys seem to be blessed and you've, uh, you know, you've got this and you've got that. I could lose it real quick. Come on, come on. By losing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By losing it, there you go. <laughs> if I lose it, I'll lose it. Okay. <laughs> you could write that one down. <laughs> I said, if I lose it, You'll lose it. Did you find 1 Peter yet? Mm-hmm. What chapter did I tell you? All right. <laughs> glory to God. This isn't the worst thing we've ever preached here, is it? Okay, I wouldn't want to be responsible for the worst thing. <laughs> for Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Verse 8 says, above all. Keep loving one another earnestly Amen. since love does what? Love covers. love covers a multitude of sins. Didn't say love exposes. No, that's right. Love talks about a multitude of sins. No. <clears throat> love covers. Say it with me, everybody. Love covers. Love covers. How do you cover it? By not talking about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You cover it by not. Ta- now we're not talking about a cover up. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Where the pastor's doing something. He just flat shouldn't be. There needs to be accountability. Yes. Yes. And Amen. right. Yeah. But no nobody. In the in the church pews. Has a divine call from God to go to the newspapers. And expose. Yeah. There's a church, a good church, down in Colorado Springs, and they had it will be you know a big, big church. And at one time or another, you have a big church with lots of big people with lots of people in that church. You're going to have something happen. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they had some kind of scandal or other thing, and the people aren't even there anymore. But there's this lady who who, and all the only reason I know is because I've, se- I've seen these articles just kind of come across me. I didn't go looking for it. It's like she thinks it's her mission to keep digging up what happened in the past so that everybody knows everything. Mm -hmm. Well, if you just, listen, there's times to make things known. We understand that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. 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 Amen. Amen. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And what folk don't understand is if you keep digging stuff up, then that person who messed up Does not have any way to repent, doesn't have any way to get right, um, and still be used of God in any capacity. Mm -hmm. Doesn't the Bible say the gifts and callings of God are without repentance? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh? Doesn't the Bible say that that if you see a brother overtaken with a sin, Mm -hmm. you who are spiritual... Restore such a one in a spirit of humility, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Doesn't Galatians 6 1 say that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do we throw that verse out? Come on. Huh? Restore, 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 restore. 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 Love covers, love covers, Mm -hmm. love covers. Mm -hmm. We don't like when bad things happen. Glory to God. And I'm not leading up to any kind of announcement in case you're wondering. (laughs) But for the grace of God, though. Yes, right. I, but for the grace of, the grace I mean, of God. God's grace and mercy is so good. Yes. Elsewise, I, I wouldn't, make right. Yeah. Right. wouldn't make it. Right. Right. You wouldn't make it. Right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's not the verse I want to look at, but it's on the way. Okay. Above all, keep loving, Keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Now look at this, verse 11. Whoever speaks, I understand that's really talking about people that might get up and speak like I am. Mm -hmm. But it would apply to all of us because we all speak. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Now, do you have the NIV? Is that one of the ones you have? Throw that up if you could, please. If you do, otherwise I can grab it and read it. See if you got that, because I'd like us to see it. You don't have NIV? Okay. I will get it. Watch how fast I do it. First Peter. What, what verse is it? Somebody. Four. Thank you. 411 NIV. Here's what it says. Listen to this. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> this is what I said uh, you might not hear everywhere. <laughs> wish, you were, wish you did, you know. But we are we really do believe this whole thing about God being made in man's image so that man could be from the inside out recreated in God's image. Amen. Mm-hmm. Like how many know Adam was originally? God said Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. What's that mean? Let us make man just like us. Yes. yes. And one of the things that God trained Adam to do was to speak creative words, to speak words that could conduct his power. Because how did God create this universe? He said, and it was. Right. He said, light be. And we have the light that's pouring in the windows right now. Right. Because of that, because of those two words, right. and in the Hebrew, that's what it is, light be. Yeah. Light be. be. Amen. And God was training Adam To do that very thing. He brought these animals to Adam and He said, name them so you can call them. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, those animals were were not, uh, they were there was no such thing as a wild animal before sin came in. That was Adam's workforce. Come on. Huh? Yeah. Donkey, come. (laughs) Donkey, go. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And he was ruling with his words, just like God. Or just like a king would rule and reign with his words. Amen. Well, then when we're born again, how many know we're recreated in the image of God? And we can speak the very words of God. Like the word says. Let him that speaks. Well, again, that's probably directly applying to somebody who's gifted to stand up and speak. But how many know all of us do it? And so all of us ought to be speaking God words. And if God wouldn't say it, oh, come on. should you say it? Right. Huh? I said, if God wouldn't say it, ought we to be saying it? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Praise the Lord. Anybody getting anything out of this today? Go to, uh, go to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. We might look at just two more. Of these. Or we might look at three more. We'll see. Hmm. Ephesians 5. Did you find it? God. God words. That's what we speak. We speak God words. words. Well. Over here. In Ephesians. Five. Five. um, If we're going to speak God's words. You can't just speak every other kind of word. Yeah. 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 You can't lend your words to God and the enemy. Huh? You don't want to do that. So in Ephesians 5 verse verse 3, and I just, I'm reading verse 3 so that you can see what kind of company the next verse is in. It says, but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. I'm going to say amen to that and agree with, agree with those things don't belong in the body of Christ. But what about the next verse? Let there be no filthiness or filthy talk. Filthy talk. Nor foolish talk. Nor crude joking which are out of place, but what are you supposed to do instead? Instead, let there be Christ. thanksgiving. Amen. Well, folk are quick to say, yeah, that's right, about the sexual immorality. <laughs> yeah, that's right, about the idolatry. But what about this? Huh? Is this part of it too? It's part of it. Part of the list. No dirty talk? Right? You, you know, Christians ought not be cussing. Because you hang around the world, I've seen some that say they're believers and they'll let it go just like the world does. you You never met anybody who had as filthy a mouth as I did. And instantly when I was born again, that changed. Something on the inside of me didn't want me saying those words that were just part of my vocabulary, like, uh, we've all met different ones that don't think that you can express yourself strongly. With, you know, <laughs> it can't just be such and such. It's got to be effing such and such. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's, that's filthy. That, yeah. that, that's not right. If you're, using, if you're using your mouth for that, you're not going to be using your mouth to, to say, get up in the name of Jesus out of that, you know, right, like Paul right. did to the crippled yeah, guy. Yeah. You're not going to do the same. It doesn't work. Uh, silly talk, yep. foolish talk. Other translations say silly talk. This is a big one because yeah. it's not dirty. Right. It's just silly. It's silly mm-hmm. I met Christians, they, they, they uh, and, and of course everybody, a lot of people do this, but I've met Christians that do it. They'll talk in a different voice, mm-hmm. a silly voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not right. That's right. That's not godly. You're taking something powerful and diminishing it and using it for something that's frivolous and worthless. Do you see? Do you see this? This is the part that I said you might not. I, I wish you'd hear it everywhere, but not everywhere recognizes this. We we've recognized this uh, crude joking. Watch with your tongue. There's a minister I know. I'm telling you, he's a powerful preacher. He really is a great preacher. Um, his church is good. I've preached there a couple of times. He has invited me but to come back. But he's always joking. Mm-hmm. Always. always. Now, I can kid around a lot, mm-hmm. but there's a line that I know on the inside I can't cross. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't cross. Uh-huh. This guy doesn't stop. Yeah. He just doesn't stop. There's no point, and it'll be right before we're in a service about to go up to preach. Yeah. And I can tell his tongue isn't positioned to be used by God wow. because everything's, everything's just a joke. A joke. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Listen, we ought to, this is in the Bible for a reason. Yeah. It's in here for us. Yeah. huh? Yeah. Stop the silly talk. Mm-hmm. Stop the foolish talk right. and go right to Matthew chapter 12 because we probably need to start winding this up. Matthew 12, and we'd like to look at, uh, well, start with verse 33 if we can. It says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? Some folk think I preach rough. That was Jesus talking, <laughs> calling them a bunch of snakes. Yeah. For out of the abundance of the heart, was it say? The mouth, the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you speak good? What he's saying is the voice should match what's going on on in the inside. Yeah. Yeah. And your voice does match. And reveal what's going on exactly. on the inside. That's it. That's it. And I don't need to know how spiritual somebody is because they tell me how much they pray or how much they read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I just need to hear what, what comes, what, what's, what they talk about. Because you talk about what's on your mind. Yep. Yep. And it's always amazing when people, when, when the church service dismisses and people start fellowshipping. And I understand you're not just going to sit and talk about the sermon the whole time. But it's amazing that as soon as people are out of the atmosphere of God, they stop talking, they don't say. I mean, they'll just start blah, 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 blah about everything else. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Give me a mirror. I'll look at me. Praise yeah. the Lord. Out of the abundance of the heart, yeah. what's coming out of your mouth? That lets us know what you're full of. Right. That lets us know what's in your heart. Yeah. If the things of God and the Word of God. Are really in your heart as much as you say they are, and as much as you tell other people they are. That's what will come out of your mouth. Yep. It's true. You don't have to like me. It's just true. It's the Bible. Yeah. It's what the Word says, yeah. huh? Amen. The Lord. <laughs> if the words coming, out, if you uh, and you know, I, I can talk about our marriage because you don't want me talking about yours and your uh, your life. You know what I mean? But I just say. We run out of conversation real quick when it comes to natural things and our best conversations will talk about the things of God. Why? We endeavor to stay full of that so that's what comes out. And you know if you're around me and you don't want to talk about that and that's not of any interest to you at all we're not going to really converse well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Short and awkward. Verse 35 says the good person out of his good treasure brings forth good and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. This is still talking about your words. How do I know? Because I read the previous verse and I'm going to read the next verse. It says, I tell you, Jesus is talking. He said, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, look at it, verse 37, by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Like I said. You know, there's some sermons that make you just want to be a cheerleader and go, glory, glory, glory. There's others that don't necessarily. But like I said, these are guardrails. Yes. If we put these up, yes. most of us in the body of Christ could stand to tighten up our tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I preaching to today? Here. Mm. Mm. Right here. Because right. Right. Yep. I've done it. I've said things and I thought, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Yep. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have done that. Right. Amen. But you know, you can grow to where that becomes less and less yes. frequent. Yes. Yes. And you can go for weeks and weeks and weeks and not say, "Ah, oh, shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's true. But if you find yourself a couple times in a row saying, I shouldn't have said that, you know what we know? You've let yourself get low yeah. with the word. You've let yourself get low spiritually. You just got to get there and build yourself back up. And you get right back in the good habit again. Right, right. Amen. 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 What's coming out of your mouth? Right, right, huh? Right. What's coming out? I'll tell you what's coming out of your mouth. What's in your heart's coming out of your yes. mouth. Yes. Amen. Yes. But are you quick to just be the first one to jump in and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Got to put my opinion in there first. Got to get it. If you don't get it in first, they might not ask you. Um, so you Got to get it in first. Oh, come on now. Well, I think, this, I think such and such. Shut blah, up. Blah, blah, blah. I won't make you turn there, but James 1, 19 says, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Why slow to get angry? Because then you'll be slow to speak. (laughs) Because what do you do when you get angry? You use your mouth as a weapon. Amen. You sit there and you pull that bow back and you <laughs> go, "Boom! Yep. Yep. Huh? Mm-hmm. Quick to hear, yeah. slow to speak, slow to get angry, and you'll find your words will have more weight yes. because you're putting God's word in your mouth, and your words are becoming God's words. Ooh, God. you. What you going to do with your mouth this year? Huh? Okay. Talk about how much you don't like the administration. Oh. Talk about how much you don't like this. Mm-hmm. You need to. T- I'm not going to tell you, but you need to tell yourself sometimes. Self, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. You might say that's not nice. I'm not talking to you. Talk. We're talk. That's how you should talk to you. You. You know. You can be rough with you. Yes. yes. Amen. Yeah. Just get in front of the mirror and just say just just don't say it. Just <laughs> shut up. You <laughs> shut up. Don't you say it. And when it starts to come out of your mouth, and it goes, "Oh," and you just, you the inner man, he say, "I said shut up! I said shut up!" <laughs> and and yep. your mouth okay. okay. will go. Say. It. Yep. Amen. Can you see the value in this? Yes. Everywhere I go, I'm going to speak God's words. Everybody I meet, I'm going to put something good on the inside of them, yeah. if they'll receive it. Not everybody will. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Glory, to Glory to God. That's what I have. You want to add anything to that? I Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody wants to say anything. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, we believe, in, uh, we believe in you're going to have a great, great year. Yes. and we'll see, But we'll see you this Tuesday. Come pray with us this Tuesday if you can. Yeah. And then next week is January. One, is it? January 2nd, yeah. 2nd. Yeah. is next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So I know y'all will be here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We'll, we'll see who else makes it. Praise yeah. the Lord. but Amen. I'll tell you what I believe about Faith Church, Colorado people, like what you said earlier, they always come. Yeah. They just are yeah. always wow. you always. almost can't get rid of them. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's give thanks. Father, we're so grateful for your word. Thank you that it instructs us, it feeds us, it shows us the way to go. And thank you, Father, that as we move with you in this year, that our words will become your words, and you can use us as your mouthpiece in the earth. In Jesus' name, if you agree with that, why don't you say Amen? Amen. And right before we go, say this: all the help shall come. All the help shall come. All the buildings. All the Equipment, equipment, lands, lands, they come. come. All the people people come. come. Amen. Amen. You're dismissed.